falling up the rabbit hole with the clairvoyant conscious rabbit rider and not Alice. Hello, hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome to the very first rune casting on falling up the rabbit hole. I'm very happy to be able to do this. I absolutely love casting runes. I didn't think about doing this. It just, um, I, I saw them up on my shelf and went, hey, now that's a great idea. So um, just to tell you a little bit about ruins, because a lot of people aren't familiar with them. Um, I'll just read a little bit out of the book. It says, um, among those of, a uh, few people have ever even heard of the word ruins. Among those of Scandinavian descent, those who enjoyed crossword puzzles, and among those reading J.R.R. Tolkien, uh, a light goes on. But that's about the extent of it. It says, an ancient alphabetic script, each of those letters possessing a meaningful name, as well as a signifying sound. Runes were employed for legal documents, for writing poetry, for inscriptions, and for divinations, yet never evolved as a spoken language. I absolutely love casting runes, as I've said. They are more um, in-depth, more detailed, more uh, heavy, I guess, you know, with, with, than, than, than using cards, I find. Uh, cast or, um, Oh, I'm having a hard time talking today. <laughs> when I'm doing my tarot cards, they can be lighthearted, depending on the cards that you pull. You, I've got so many different decks. I know which kind of cards I want to use. Some, some are lighthearted and some are a little bit, um, for lack of a better word, deeper. Runes are just deep. They're just, they're just deep. And you know when to use them and when not to. Um, so just reading a little bit more from the book here, it says, there's a, they've got a quote here. It says, the sacred Hindu text says it well in chapter 6 verse 5 lift up the self by the self and don't let the self droop down for the self is the self's only friend and the self is the self's only foe that's funny i love that so it's all about the spiritual warrior the book of ruins it's a handbook for the spiritual warrior and just to continue reading this a little bit longer just a little bit more. It says, free of anxiety, radically alone, and unattached to outcomes, the spiritual warrior practices absolute trust in the struggles for awareness and is constantly mindful of what matters is to have a true present. It takes a long time to grow in wisdom, to say nothing of the time it takes to learn to think well. Following the way of the spiritual warrior is not for everyone, although it is available to all of those who are willing to undergo its challenges. To embark on such a path is to cultivate the witness self, the watcher within, the one who can profitably converse through the ruins. I absolutely love that because I've been on this path myself for quite some time. Well, my whole life, really. But it began in earnest uh, back in about 2010. And um, now when I'm reading this over, I'm like, my goodness, it's exactly what I've been doing. The spiritual self, the spiritual warrior is who I am for sure. Um, and when I read the ruins, it refers to different things and it definitely describes myself. There's one of these rune castings that you do just once in a lifetime. I've done it for clients and I'll, I'll give it to them. I want to make it fancier because usually we just don't have time. But I think if I do with this, uh, this, uh, destiny reading, it's called, if I'm able to do it through the phone or through zoom calls, I will make it nicer and, you know, even put it in a frame. But what I've been able to, what I usually do is I just put it on an index card and make sure you keep that because I've done mine. Like I say, you just do this, diff, this, uh, destiny calling or this destiny reading, uh, through the ruins once in a lifetime and it gives you a uh, it's like your true calling and your struggles in life uh, and I've done mine and I still have it I did it back in 2010 I think and uh, it's amazing it's um, it's really accurate <laughs> it's really accurate anyway I'm getting a little off topic because I'm trying to re I'm remembering all my my through my spiritual awakening that's when I first did that and it uh so many things have really rung true with me. And it's not like it's a fortune telling or anything like that. It just gives you an outline of your life. And it's kind of like, yeah, that really makes a lot of sense. It tells you about your cross to bear. And, um, 
you know, what, what, how, how your life is probably going to go. And, um, like I say, it's like you have free will. It's not like that. It's, it's, I'm not explaining it well enough. You'd have to have one done to understand what I'm talking about. I do them if you're interested. So just, uh, if you are interested in a personal reading for rune casting or any kind of tarot readings, you can send me an email at falling up the out, falling up the rabbit hole 2021 at outlook.com. So send me a, uh, a message and we can discuss that. I have a lot of different price ranges so I can cover anybody's budget. Anyway, I just want to stick that in there while we were talking. Okay, so let's get started because I did pull this rune, this rune casting earlier today. Along with my light language tiles, which is something that I've created myself. I do light language and uh, that's through channeling. And so I have my own tiles, which are like ruins. They're just uh, little pieces of, right now they're on little pieces of cardboard, but I'm going to make them into actual tiles. And they're my own drawings that come through channels, um, through planetary cosmic means. Um, these just, these, uh, these designs, I'm trying to say. And uh, so I pulled four of them out that match um, the global consciousness rune casting I did today, which is just amazing. Um, let me just see how I wanted to do this. Well, I want to do the rune casting. Actually, I'll be back in just one moment. We will start with a, just a quick, uh, a quick um, run through of the light language tiles, and then we'll dig, dig into the rune casting. Back in just a few moments. Stick with me. You want to miss this? It's pretty cool, actually. But in the pages of history. Every once in a while, fate reaches out and extends its hand. Hello, hello. Thank you for coming back and staying with me. I am the clairvoyant conscious rabbit writer. And uh, just for future reference, that name might be changing. We might be giving myself a little nickname because it's a little long. <laughs> it's a little long, to be honest with you. So if you hear me calling myself something a little different, that's just because we've been given a nickname. So I might, uh, I'm getting some suggestions from people. Okay, so let's just get back at this. Um, so I was going to start with the rune reading, the rune casting. But um, I've got both of them. I've I've done them in front of me, and I've got them on paper as well. So I think what I'm going to do is um, I wish I wish so much that we were doing this live um, where you could see everything. But I I am posting all the pictures on my Instagram and my Twitter. So my Instagram is Clairvoyant Rabbit Writer. You can go there and see the pictures. So my light language tiles I pulled. I pulled four tiles. And like I say, these are, if you're not familiar with light language, it's a resonance. It's a sound. It's, it's a little hard to describe, actually. Light language can be music and it can be drawings. It's kind of like automatic writing. It comes out in, all, in, a, in, in a multitude of different ways, but it's channeling, basically. And um, so a lot of people do it and like it can be, it can be art drawings it can be creative building structures um it's just a way that we receive information through higher frequencies okay if that makes sense um so i have i have sung it to myself i have said it words have come out sometimes it's words a lot of times it's not words most people don't actually come up with words it's usually just sound because it's resonance. It's um, when we're communicating with higher frequencies, um, like our language and their languages don't mesh. It's just more our frequencies do. The frequency of love is the frequency of love. That's not going to change. And when you have like, it's just how dogs can sense fear and sense a good person. That's what they're sensing is frequency. That's, that's the same thing, right? We put off frequency. We, we resonate at a certain frequency when we're afraid. We resonate at a certain frequency when we have love. And when we're trying to convey something, we resonate at a certain frequency. So when you try to convey the word, 
um, confusion, let's just say you're trying to not even trying to convey it. But when you have the feeling of confusion, you are resonating at a certain frequency of confusion. And another being who knows this frequency will understand that what that means. And only a human who knows how to do channeling will be able to put the word to it. Sometimes it's hard. It's kind of like, it's kind of like knowing something, but not being able to put the word to it. Like, you know, when something is on the tip of your tongue, that's when somebody is channeling. That's kind of what we have to put up with sometimes. It's kind of like, oh, it's so frustrating. It's like, I know something, but it's on the tip of my tongue, but I don't really know what it is. But I understand that I know that, if that makes any sense at all. It's kind of hard to explain, but I think I made sense there. Um, anyway. I kind of went off topic a little bit, but if for some reason that, that kind of came through as a channeling, I think for me to, to explain to some people how that works, how channeling works and how, um, when you're clairvoyant that and clair, clairaudient and, um, a big a medium, how that all, all kind of ties in together. Okay. Whew, back it up, I guess a little bit. Thank you so much though, my guides for bringing that through that information. Cause I think that made a little bit of sense even to me. <laughs> um, Okay, so light language. Um, what happens is, like, for instance, I have a word right now um, that um, I was hearing one time in bed. Uh, I, I, I oftentimes, when I'm sleeping, I'm in this theta wave state where I'm not really sleeping, but I'm not awake either. Um, I, it's, I'm, I have an awareness. It's kind of like I think I'm sleeping, but I have an awareness of what's going on. Okay. So I have, it's kind of like being an incredibly light sleeper, but I am asleep, but I'm really aware of what's going on. And I personally, I delve into different, mm, it's going to sound odd, dimensions, or I don't know where I am, put it that way. Um, I have experiences where I, I'm in my room, but I'm also in different places at the same time. And I'm aware that I'm sleeping, but I'm not really sleeping. Okay. This is off topic, but it has a little bit to do with light. light. Well, it has everything to do with light language. So anyway, I, I hear things and oftentimes I'll hear singing. And, um, so one time I'm hearing languages talking, I hear talking and I wasn't sure what the language was, but I, I was aware that I knew what it was. Don't ask me now what they were saying because I don't remember, but it was kind of, a, it was a language that, um, I was like, it's kind of like of being of two minds. It's kind of like I, part of me who was sleeping was like, oh, I hear that. I don't understand what they're saying. They're talking a different language. And then the other part of me was like, but I know what that means. Okay. That's, that's kind of a bit of, that's, then I didn't know what it was because I didn't know what light language was yet. This is before I knew what light language was. And then I started doing research into my spiritual networks and stuff like that and doing some, looking up things online. And then I found out what light language was. And it turns out that was light language. I was connecting in to people speaking light language, other entities or, or channels of people speaking light language, not people, but beings. I was hearing light language, put it that way. Um, spiritual entities or whatever were communicating and I was hearing light language and it was like, it's love basically. It's communication of love. And then it turned from speaking into song. And then I hear songs a lot of times and then I start singing it. Sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm kind of singing very quietly. Now I know it sounds a little off, but sometimes it's very quiet. And um, one of the words I, I heard myself saying, I woke up in the morning and I was saying Kila all the time. And um, I don't want to start doing it all right now, but it was like Kila, Kila. Well, I'm not going to do it because <laughs> it's, it's embarrassing. But um, I wasn't do it wasn't that resonance. But um, so I looked it up and I think that means family. Well, I knew for my own self that it meant family of love or family of, of light. Um I think it means something else when I looked it up online, but it's K-E-I-L-A-H. Anyway, that's my light language. I am so getting off topic, but this is what my podcast is all about. I can talk about what I want, right? <laughs> well, I'm not off topic at all, actually, because I'm going to tell you what this light language tiles meant. And in order for me to do that, you need to know what light language is. 
Okay, so I um, so I speak it and I sing it and I hear it, but I also understand it and I draw the symbols as well. Um, so I I will sit there and I did this back back way back in two thousand ten as well. I uh, was just drawing one day and I was sketching. And all of a sudden, all these symbols were coming to me, lines and dots and swirls. And so many people do this on the Internet. And it's amazing to me now because um, when I started looking it up, I started seeing other people do it. And it's like some of my symbols match theirs. And we don't know each other. Like there's people all over the world. And when you do it, people who can do this will do it. And it's like for me anyway, um, I'll know what those symbols mean. And, um, some people I think can do that and some people are not can, but some people know what they mean and some people don't, I think, I'm not sure. Um, I think, I think I've read that some people have, when they put their symbols down, they know what they mean. I'm not sure. Now I'm going to go back on because I'm not sure. I, I think most people don't because I was going to say that some of them match mine, the meaning, but I'm not sure now. Anyway, go back to the, going back to the fact though, that I have seen people draw the exact same symbol, not exact, but very similar symbols to me. And some of my symbols match, um, Egyptian symbols and ancient symbols. It's just amazing stuff I've never seen before. So that's light language. Okay. That's a very long description, but when you start talking about things that you're interested in and passionate about, you can keep going when there's no one there to stop you, right? <laughs> That's the joy of having a podcast by myself. Okay, so this is where it's interesting and I can't wait. I hope you can go you go into my Instagram, Clairvoyant Rabbit Writer, and see the pictures later. Um, I will be putting them on tiles of some sort or stones or rocks or pebbles so that you'll be able to do your own divination with these. It'll be like rune casting. I plan on having this where they're all um, on their own little individual stones or tiles and I'll have them in a little pouch and you'll be able to hold them yourself, create your own energy force within the bag of your own energy. And when you um, pick them out, you'll be able to, it'd be like doing your own tarot reading and you, the energies will come through and spirit will tell you um, different answers to your, your questions as well through the stones. So that I'm really excited about that. That's a project I'm working on. Okay. So if when I pulled today, um, May 5th, I asked my guides to give me information on the global consciousness. What, um, just what we need to know right now, right, right today, just give me some information on the world right now. So the first first uh, tile I pulled was the sun, okay? And the sun is just um, meaning world, global. Like it's it's the sun. It means um, the earth, basically. The second one I pulled is two wavy lines coming down vertically and then two short lines that go um, off to the, fr from the right go off horizontally. You'll see the picture. And the meaning, when I created these, this image, the meaning is blocked, stuck, and no flow. Okay? So we got the earth, and then we got blocked, stuck, no flow. And then the third one out of the four is um, it's three horizontal lines with a triangle underneath it. And the, the meaning of it is foundation, building, structure, balance, and justice. There's several meanings to these things, but they're similar. So foundation, building, structure, balance, justice. Okay? So earth, blocked, stuck, no flow, foundation, building, structure, balance, justice. And then the fourth one out of the four is a circle with a smaller circle in the center, meaning baby, birth, and new. Okay? So next time I do this, I'll say if you guys want to write down the, the words, if you want to, you can figure out, I'm sure, because you can be able to figure out what this means yourself. It's not that difficult. It's actually pretty obvious, I think, with this one. Um, so we've got the earth, and it's blocked, no flow. Okay, um, so basically things are not working out well in the earth. Um, the rivers are, you know, there's pollution, there's no flow. 
things aren't working out well. And then the next one below it is foundation, building structure, balance, justice. So to me, it feels like everything is out of balance and the world needs, we have to bring things to justice. Um, the foundation is crumbling. Um, so it's to me, it feels like the two different things. One, the earth is, is blocked. The actual tangible nature part of the earth is blocked. There's no flow with the nature that there's no flow there. And then we've got the building structure. So that to me is the actual people and technology and that isn't working either. That foundation isn't working and that needs to be brought to balance and brought to justice. And that is working. That's what's happening right now. And then at the bottom, the last one I got is new baby birth. So that means that is all being birthed new. We've got new, new, new era coming through, right? There's a brand new era coming through of our consciousness and the, the new consciousness is the new baby, which is just like, I just love, I don't know. I hope I'm explaining this as well. I mean, I hope it makes sense to you as much as it makes sense to me. Cause it's almost like so obvious the way I can see it in my mind. I hope it makes sense. I think it is. I don't want to like make it too obvious. Cause you'd be like, well, hello, we got that 10 minutes ago. So anyway, it seems pretty obvious. So, um, yeah, so that's, I just want, that's the light language tiles. And so we'll take a little break right now and we'll come back and I'll just go through the rune casting with you. Okay. And it shouldn't take too long and I will let you be on your way. Thank you for being with me. We'll be back in a moment. Are you aware of my existence? Yes. This is good. <laughs> hello, hello. Thank you for sticking with me. We are continuing on with the explanation of the rune casting, rune casting that I did. Um for you, it is just a few moments. For me, it's the next day. So I pulled this on May 5th and, um, actually, what day is it today? Yeah, it's May 6th. <laughs> I'm losing track of days. I needed a day. I got distracted. And, uh, so I'm just looking back to my, uh, my notes here because I did keep everything down and I was just channeling it a little bit further. And I just love this story. Well, it's not a story. It's how, um, when I, let me backtrack a little bit. What I love so much is how we can communicate with um, with our spirit guides, with the world, with the universe. It's just this this matrix, this universal intelligence that holds everyone, all of us together, and we're all the way you know we're all connected. I love how the story entwines with all of us. I, I just love this because the runes I pulled, um, hopefully you've, you can go on my Instagram if you haven't already. I've got a cool picture. I just put a little filter on. It looks kind of cool to me anyway, of five runes. And, um, you can see the runes I'm talking about. The first one I pulled is Rado, which is journey. The second one I pulled is Thurasaz, which is the gateway. The third one I pulled is Warrior, which is the uh, the sky god, um, Tiwaz. Now, when I pulled it, I put them all away afterwards after I'd written them down. And I thought, well, wait a minute. Or did I pull protection? Because I seem to, one is a warrior is an arrow. And protection is similar to an arrow, but it's not quite an arrow. So then I started thinking and second guessing, did I pull the wrong one or write down the wrong, you know, draw the wrong picture down? So I'm actually, I was led to believe that it should be both when I tuned into my guides and asked them about it. So I'm going with both. So we've also got protection, which is the sedge or the rushes or the elk. That's another name for it, protection, which is algiz. The fifth, uh, the fifth or the fourth one, fifth, whichever one I pulled was possessions in reverse, which is nourishment and cattle. And the last rune I pulled was Harvest, which is Jera, which is the fertile season in one year. And to cap it off, I mean, uh, when I look at this, I see the story 
really um, the story of us as a global consciousness makes perfect sense to me. So let me just explain this to you, um, how I see it. And then I'll read from the books as well, the book as well, which is because it gives really cool explanations in the book. So when I did this casting, I asked my guides to lead me to pull the right runes, the story that we need to tell right now. What's going on with the world as a global consciousness? What do we need to know? And this is what I was led to pull. So the first one, journey. Journey, gateway, the warrior, protection, possessions, harvest. Okay, so let me see if I can explain this right, get in the right frame here. So the world itself is going on a journey. We are in this journey. And I, I, I'm i going back even prior to the uh, COVID-19 virus, but this would include the virus. We're on this journey right now. And I, to me, I, I always think of it as, how we're raising our global consciousness. And I'm not sure who's listening, but when I talk about that, I refer to those who are at a 3D consciousness. There's nothing wrong with that. First of all, I want to put that out there. That's just people who are living their life, doing their thing here on earth, um, going to jobs, they love, even if they don't love them, whatever, going to jobs, they're living their life happy, unhappy, whatever. They're here on earth. They're doing their thing. They're doing what they're supposed to do. As far as they're concerned, they're here. They're not in this spiritual awakening. They don't know anything about it. Maybe they don't like it. They don't care. Those people who are people who are living their 3D existence, that's fine. There are a lot of people out there who are meant to just do that. Not everybody is meant to be part of the global uprising of global consciousness. Um, kind of want to take that back. I think I think the capability is in everyone to do that, but it's not like the responsibility of everyone to do it. Okay, put it that way. Everyone is capable, but it's not like if you see somebody in your family, let's say, or your friends who are not, and you're a spiritual person, and they're not doing the same things as you or believing the same things as you, don't... Um, don't exhaust yourself trying to get them to think the same way as you. If they are just living their 3D existence and they're fine with that, don't don't worry about it because they're fine the way they are too. Um, and I think most people of a spiritual nature understand that. Um, I think I'm kind of saying it more for the people of a 3D nature. Uh, although I don't know why they would feel bad about it <laughs> if they're not into the spiritual thing. I'm not really sure who I'm talking to. I think I'm kind of stuck between both worlds right now. Um, let me just backtrack a little bit. There are some people who are meant to uplift the global consciousness. There are some that are not meant to, but have the capability to do so. Maybe I should just said that. Okay. So on this journey, let's go back to the rune pulling where the world is on this journey, where we have a lot of people coming in, a lot of people who are born right now, who their sole mission is to uplift the global, global consciousness. They are the crystal children. They can be called. They're light workers. Um, they have different names, but they don't need to have names. Those are labels. I try to stay away from labels. There are a lot of people out there who just feel called to do different things in the world, um, to you know preserve the environment, to save animals. Um, if you're one of those people who just have this really strong calling to do those things, you are one of those people who have this strong calling to uplift the global consciousness of the earth. And if you are one of those people who have a really strong calling to work with technology, you possibly could have a strong calling to uplift the global consciousness of the earth in a different way. Okay. All right. So this journey, the journey card, the journey rune is all about the fact that we're on this journey. And it's the uh, Rado, the first rune also stands for communication, union, and reunion. And I'm going to read from the book, actually, because it talks about duality. It talks about us coming unto ourselves. Let me just read what it says here. So this rune is concerned with communication, with the attunement of something that has two sides, which is our earth, our planet. And uh, I also wanted to point out that I'm speaking of... Um, each individual person as a self as well. So although I did a global consciousness reading and I'm talking about the earth a lot, I'm also talking about each individual person coming into their own self, 
because rune casting is about the journey to the self. I hope I'm making sense because I feel like I'm not because it's a lot to unpack <laughs> and I'm not, I feel like I'm not doing a really good job, but hopefully I'll get more clear as I go. Tend to, um, once I, ch when I'm channeling, as my energy gets more into it, it becomes more easier. It comes more easier. It comes easier for me to speak. Yes. Okay. So I am talking to the journey of the self. So each individual person this applies to as well as the, the global consciousness on a whole, on a whole. Okay, so this rune is concerned with communication, with the attunement of something that has two sides, two elements, and the ultimate union that comes at the end of the journey, when what is above and what is below are united and of one mind. Inner worth mounts here, and at such a time, you are not intended to rely entirely upon your own power. So this is people, right? Instead, ask what constitutes right action. Ask through prayer or meditation, through addressing the witness self, the teacher within. Once you are clear and you can neutralize your refusal to let right action flow through you. Not intent on movement. Be content to wait. While you wait, keep on removing resistances. So this talks about doing a lot of inner work on yourself while the world is at standstill. As the obstructions give way, all remorse arising from trying to make things happen disappear. So it's finding inner peace. The journey is towards self-healing, self-change, and union. You are concerned here with nothing less than unobstructed, perfect union. But the union of heaven and earth cannot be forced. Regulate any excesses in your life. Material advantages must not weigh heavily on this journey of the self towards the self. Stand apart even from like-minded others. The notion of strength in numbers does not apply at such a time. For this part of the journey, the soul's journey cannot be shared. So think about how we're isolated right now, how we all have to be alone, right? This is the COVID story. This is all about finding peace within yourself and you can't, you can't have the things that you want to have that we talked about because we can't actually have those things because we're isolated. We can't go out. Another of the cycle ruins, Rado, this is talking about the rune we're talking about, carries within its form the rune of joy. For now, the end is in sight. You are no longer burdened by what you've left behind. Heaven above you and earth below you unite within you to support you on your way. Find that peace within, as I said before. A simple prayer for the soul's journey is, I will to thy will, I will to will thy will. Such a prayer of intention is proper on any occasion and is particularly appropriate as a preamble to healing. Let me repeat that because it's a hard one to say. I will to that, I, I'm going to screw it up again. I will to will thy will. So meaning I bend to your will to, to let things happen. So it basically means go with the flow. And I won't force anything. I will just let things happen as they as they will. Okay, so that is the journey. So that's basically speaking about how we are going to just go with the flow. And this is the journey of the self. We're, we're being forced to look within because of the COVID shutdown where everybody is isolated and being forced to look, you know, within themselves. I think that's pretty cool. I feel like I convoluted it with a lot of stuff that I probably didn't even need to say. I hope you were able to see what I meant out of all that. I'm going to take a quick little break and I'll be back in just a minute with the other ones. Okay, and we are back with rune number two on this pull from May 5th. This rune casting rather, not rune pull, but rune casting. So I pulled Gateway, which is Thurisaz, Place of Non-Action and the God Thor, it also stands for. So if you think, if you think of the story that, that I was given with this, with this rune casting. We're on this journey of isolation. We're on this journey of the self. We're on this journey to find ourselves, to bring our inner selves and our outer selves together, together inside ourselves with peace. Okay? So uh, the world was taken away from us basically is what, you know, we're saying. Gateway is the place of non-action. <laughs> another way of saying it. Excuse me, got the hiccups. Um, another way of saying it. So I'm going to read from the book. 
Gateway is a pretty cool card. Gateway is when you're standing there and you're looking out and you can't do anything. And I love the way they word it in the, in the, in what they're, I'm going to read it in a second, but pause before you take one step off off the cliff and look back at your life. It's a pretty cool thing. I'll read it here. With a gateway for its symbol, this rune indicates that there is work to be done both inside and outside yourself. Thurisaz represents the frontier between heaven and the mundane. Arriving here, and I wanted to say how that's like how the new consciousness of the world is going to be. Once we clear out the way the world was before this COVID pandemic, I'm going to keep going back to that because I do feel that that's what this is about. I asked what we needed to know about the world now, and this is what I got. And this is pretty much what it keeps coming down to. The world's going through a cleansing right now. I've always known that. I got that through my other channelings before. And um, wow, they took the words right out of my brain. I was talking and all of a sudden I just got a complete blank. They want me to keep reading. <laughs> I guess I've been getting too wordy. Okay. Um, okay, so Thurisaz represents a fr the frontier between heaven and the mundane. Arriving here as a recognition for your readiness to contact the numerous, the divine, to illuminate your experience so that its meaning shines through its form. Thurisaz is a rune of non-action. Thus, the gateway is not to be approached and passed through without contemplation. Here, you are being confronted with a clear reflection of what is hidden in yourself, what must be exposed and examined before right action can be undertaken. This ruin strengthens your ability to wait. Now is not a time to make decisions. Deep transformational forces are at work in this next to last of the cycle ruins. And I wanted to say one thing, how it talks about Things gonna, are going to be coming out to be exposed and examined before the action can be taken. That's why a lot of things are going a little bit yucky, I want to say, in the world. Because people are examining things that they don't really like within themselves. Okay. Visualize yourself standing before a gateway on a hilltop. Your entire life lies out behind you and below. Before you step through the gateway, pause and review the past. The learning and the joys the victories, and the sorrows, everything it took to bring you here. Observe it all, bless it all, and release it all, for it is letting go of the past that you reclaim your power. Step through the gateway now. I love that. I absolutely love that. So that's accepting everything you've been through, right? That's what this time in isolation is, is about for us. It's about... You know, I feel like the world was work, it was going too fast. The world has just been spinning and spinning and spinning. And we've advanced faster than any, um, I don't know what you want to call it, generation. The last few generations, several generations have advanced faster than any generations have ever advanced. Like we went from having nothing to like these mini robots and, and, and mini, um, computers in our hands, you know, things that were unheard of just, you know, a short time ago, um, things just went too fast. And now it's time the world literally put on the brakes for us. We needed to, it needed to. And it's like, you know, you have to stop folks. You all have to stop folks. That's it. Stop, take a look at yourselves and um, do some inner work. Everybody has to do some inner work. So that's basically what that, that ruin is about. Okay. So the next one I've got is the, uh, the one where I pulled two spiritual warrior and protection together. And the way I looked at this when I first looked at it, before I read anything, I haven't read the book yet. I haven't read because I haven't, I just kind of looked at what I was getting from it spiritually. Um, the warrior and protection. For me, it feels like, you know, we're getting all the, the light workers coming in and we're helping, everybody's helping each other. That's what the, the spiritual warriors are. And we're also, our own spiritual warriors are coming out to fight for ourselves. You know, there's so many people fighting uh, mental health issues right now. Um, they're, everybody's, you know, really learning to fight their hardest for their own selves right now. That's what the spiritual warrior is for me. And I'm seeing other people are protecting other people as well with the protection card or protection rune coming out. But I'm going to refer to in the book as well because I, I do things intuitively, but I also like to refer in here because this is an amazing... Um, Amazing descriptions in here. Let me just find it in here. Page 120 for the spiritual warrior. The warrior Tiao, the sky god. 120. Sorry, bear with me here. 
Let's get my glasses off my head. That's where they were. This is the ruin of the spiritual warrior. Always the battle of the spiritual warrior is with the self. Funding a will through action, yet unattached to outcomes. Remaining mindful that all you can really do is stay out of your own way and let the will of heaven flow through you. These are among the hallmarks of the spiritual warrior. Embodied in this ruin are the energy of discrimination. The sword-like quality that enables you to cut away the old, the dead, the extraneous. And yet... With this warrior rune comes certain knowledge that the universe always has the first move. Patience is the virtue of this ruin, and it recalls the words of St. Augustine that reward of the reward of patience is patience. Here you are asked to look within, to delve down to the foundations of life itself. Only in doing so can you hope to meet the deepest needs of your nature and tap into your most profound resources. The molding of character is at issue when you draw this ruin. Associated with this ruin are the sun, masculine energy, and the active principle. So before we were in the unactive, you know, the the standstill mode, and now this is an active one. The urge for conquest is powerful here, especially self-conquest, which is a lifelong pursuit and calls for awareness, single-mindedness, and the willingness to undergo your passage with compassion and in total trust. When this rune comes in response to a relationship issue, it indicates that the relationship is both timely and providential. The bond is a real one, and there is work for you both to do here, together. If the issue concerns devotion to a cause, an idea, or a path of conduct, the warrior rune counsels perseverance, although at times the kind of perseverance calls for is patience, once again. A ruin of courage and dedication in ancient times, Tiawaz was the glyph that warriors painted on their shields before battle. Now the same symbol strengthens our resolve to align the self with the self. And we are indeed warriors right now, fighting this battle with this virus right we are indeed warriors and it's just it's an arrow it's an arrow going up it's a pretty i love it already like i mean i want to get it as a tattoo because if you if you follow if you get the, if you ever buy yourself a, a set of runes you can get them anywhere online on amazon chapter stores indigo stores i bought mine at chapters indigos years ago um it's just it's really cool symbol it's just ah it's really cool it's just an arrow <laughs> that's all it is is an arrow but i could see it as a tattoo Okay, anyway, that was kind of silly because it's just an arrow, but I don't know. Okay, so protection is the other one that came through. And I'll just read this here. Control of the emotions is at issue here. So right now we have to control our emotions, right? And that's what I think the world is having a hard time with. During, and I don't mean mental health issues, I was thinking anger issues. Uh, Mental health issues though as well. I mean, that is what you know that's and i'm not that there's no blame there or anything i just mean that's what we're having a hard time with control of the emotions is that issue here during times of transition shifts in life course and accelerated self-change it is important not to collapse yourself into your emotions the highs as well as the lows new opportunities and challenges are typical of this ruin and with them may come trespasses and unwanted influences Algiz serves as a mirror for the spiritual warrior, the one whose battle is always with the self. Oh, that's kind of funny that I pulled both of them together then. The warrior's protection is like the curved horns of the elk or the warning rustle of the sedge grass, for both serve to keep open space around you. That reminds me when I, when I just read keep open space around you, how we have our um, aura space around us. And our natural energy space goes around our heart energy, um, actually extends about five feet all the way around us. So that's why we have talk about personal space is a little bit off topic, but we talk about personal space and we say how someone is in our personal space. That's actually something that's real. When you feel that and you feel uncomfortable when somebody is in your personal space, that's because they're in your auric field. Your auric field extends and depending on how... Um, Mm, spiritually healthy you are or how healthy you are in general your heart space will extend out further and if you're sick and you're you're sickly or you're not well you're, you're you you extend that auric field closer to your body or if you're just not 
you're not um, happy, you bring that into your body closer. But um, a lot of times you feel that you know, you feel that you feel people. That's why when you know when somebody's behind you, because they without looking, you could just feel somebody's behind you because they stepped into your auric field. So that's that's um, sorry, I don't even know where I picked that up. I just got my book again here. Uh, it talks about um, oh yeah, keeping open space behind you. Okay, remain mindful that timely right action and co correct conduct are your only true protection. Okay, so timely right action and correct conduct are your only true protection. That's interesting. If you find yourself feeling pain, observe the pain and stay with it. This is emotional pain, I'm thinking. Do not try to pull down the veil and escape from life or deny what was what is happening. You will progress knowing that, and knowing that is your protection. That is a really interesting one. Let me read that again because I screwed that up. Do not try to pull down the veil and escape from life by denying what is happening. You will progress, and knowing that is your protection. Yeah, see, that's what a lot of people are doing. With This is the emotions, right? Uh, knowing, knowing that it's just a cycle because it feels like we've never been through this before. We've never been through a pandemic. Most people... I don't know, maybe there's some very elderly people that do have, and I don't mean that in a rude way, who have lived through something. I'm not sure what the last pandemic, what timeline was, and I apologize for not knowing that, but uh, I don't. Um, but most most of us haven't lived through a pandemic, so it feels like it's going to last forever. And that's, I think, contributing to a lot of the mental health issues, you know, with um, depression and, and suicidal ideation and just feeling very... Um, lonely and isolated and, and just scared, just just a lot of fear out there. Um, and there's a lot, I think, drugs happening from that as well, stemming drug, drug extent, like extreme drug use. I don't think I'm trying to say extreme. I'm trying to say there was a word there. It's not coming out. More drug use. It's just not coming to me. Um, extended drug use. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But knowing that we will progress out of this, that is your protection. So that's really interesting. Okay, we have one more. I'll be back in just one moment with that last one. And uh, we will finish it off probably with one card pull because I just want to uh, finish it off with an up note. And um, not that this is a bad note, but we're just going to pull a card after this. I'll be back in just a moment. All right, we are back for the last part of this segment on this rune casting. I know it's taken a while and if you're still here, I really appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening. I'd appreciate any followers if you want to throw them my way. <laughs> Let's try to get this podcast up and running. I promise if you give me some suggestions, I will really incorporate them into the show. Um, I just want to throw this little plug in here. I'm looking for any and all suggestions. Um, I have some really cool, um, ghost type spirit type videos i have a lot of communication channeling communication i have a lot of dreamscape inf information i have a lot of consciousness information i just don't know what to put out there and um i mean if i get some feedback i would really help so i just wanted to say that okay so the last of this rune casting i've already pulled the card which is hilarious because i pulled it while i was on my break here um it's hilarious in the sense that it's a good card so the last card, the last rune casting that we had was Harvest. So we go on the journey, then we have the gateway, we, we arrive at the gateway, we have to pause, we have to wait. Then we have the warriors and the protection. And it's time to, you know, hold on to, we can't hold on to what we want anymore. And we have to, we're the, we become the spiritual warrior along our trip. And now we're at the harvest. The harvest is a time of one year approximately. Which I just, I love how Spirit gave me this, this rune casting. This, the harvest is a time of approximately one year. So let me just read from the book. A rune of beneficial outcomes. Jera applies to any activity or endeavor to which you are committed. So I say commit to yourselves. Commit to making your lives better. Commit, we are committed to making this world better. We are working on it, are we not? We are. Be aware, however, that no quick results can be expected. A span of time is usually involved, hence the key words one year, symbolizing a full cycle before the reaping, the harvest, or deliverance. 
You have prepared the ground and planted the seed, and now you must cultivate with care. To those whose labor has a long season, a long coming to term, Jera offers encouragement of success. Know that the outcome is in the keeping of providence and continue to persevere. Remember the old story about the farmer who was so eager to assist his crops that he went out at night and tugged on the new shoots? There is no way to push the river. Equally, you cannot hasten the harvest. Be mindful that patience is essential for the harvest, or be mindful that patience is essential for the recognition of your own process, which in its season leads to the harvest of the self. I absolutely love that because we've been, you know, start, we've been reaping, we've been uh, planting the seeds for this, for the new world for ourselves. And I don't just mean, um, because of this COVID thing, although that is partly, you know, very big part of this reading. It's a very big part of this. We have been trying to heal from it. But I think the world's going to be different because we've seen things differently. We've seen how now we could work differently. We've seen, I think, how we could work smarter. We can work from home. I think people have started to realize the importance of other people. We've started to realize how um, much we need people and connection. I mean, I hope so anyway. I hope so. Um, there are other things that um, I'm keeping this up on a positive note, but I think there, there are a lot of negative things that we realized in the world that we don't want as well, right? Um, so the span of one year, and um, this is what, what Spirit is saying that, you know, we've got left approximately, and, and we'll be out of this. And I think we've already know that. So that's a really good thing to know. All right. And I pulled one card and one card from the Archangel Michael or the Archangel Power Tarot deck from Doreen Virtue and Radley Valentine. And we got the five of Raphael. Archangel Raphael is the healing archangel. And it says, everything happens for a reason. Release regret and embrace the opportunities for happiness. Search for the silver lining. <laughs> That's why I laughed. I said it was funny. I love it. Everything happens for a reason. Release regret and embrace the opportunities for happiness. Search for the silver lining. Is How perfect is that? All right. Thank you for joining me at Falling Up the Rabbit Hole. I wish you so much love and light and happiness. Be with your friends. Be with your family as much as you can. I send you love. Take care. Thanks so much for tuning in to Falling Up the Rabbit Hole. And don't forget to check out the Instagram page, Clairvoyant Rabbit Writer, with all the great content that goes along with what I talk about here, the videos that you didn't get to see.